Hello, everyone. This is the Ida Bros podcast coming at you with a heads up about our Discord since we don't talk about it that much. You could say it's an advertisement, our first advertisement. It's, it's ourselves. Ad- I feel yes. like we have to legally disclaim that this is an advertisement for our Discord. But if we're not paying ourselves, this is an advertisement to like disclaim it, but it is an advertisement I mean, for our Discord. You should join it. We have a bunch of stuff. What stuff do we have, really Tristan? Cool bunch of video game channels for just about every video game that you may enjoy and, and a bunch of channels to chat in and how often are we there uh pretty much every night yeah basically yes, yes. <laughs> i have a life also including our Not guests really. our guests are there as well yep. um they pop in from time to time uh, some more than others but cool dudes. uh and once dudettes. once you guest star on our podcast you get a special role and then they can hang out as well yep we have awesome bots too give it up to those bots yep Great, great music. Rest in pieces. Fred Rest, Boat. Fred Boat, man. Fred Boat and uh, the Me Seek spot, which is like all we have, but they're both phenomenal. Uh, and as also, we get more people, roles will expand and the Me Seek spot become more useful. The, uh, the Game of Thrones bot. Rest in pieces. Game I forgot Bobby. we Bobby even have B. that. Is it still dead? Yep. Oh my gosh. Well, we also have that, apparently. That's a selling point I mean, someday. We have it for whenever <laughs> it gets fixed. Yeah. Anyway, please come out and check our Discord. It's in the link that we have in our episode description. Click on it, go to it, have fun, party Join. hard, and Come we hang will out with see us. you there. Absolutely. Join us. All right. And now, back to the episode. Deuces. Everyone, welcome back to the Ida Bros Podcast episode 34 i think it's 34 hate can't count you're the announcer we already had a can't count episode so you this is just too real need to figure it out nah dude it's meta now it's like, is it's, it? it's the meme i hope not i don't think but <laughs> i hope quickly not. be coming all right let me check i think it's episode 34 though well we'll pause in anticipation as you look it up i believe in you Drum Make sure roll, to talk please. about something. I'll, I'll, I'll insert that in there. Thank you, because that sounds like a machine gun. Thank you. <laughs> That's what we want. Yep, 34. You just have a really good drum nice roll. Job. Good job. Yes, that's that's what I'm here for. So the topic of today, uh, we just watched Kung Fury and the subsequent uh, True Survivor music video that goes along with the movie. Featuring Hayden. David Hasselhoff. Yeah. It's not featuring, it's starring. Well, starring. Um featuring a dope lamborghini yeah there so, we go. so give me some background this this was an independent film kickstarter right? kickstarter kickstarter funded how, how did you what, what was the pitch well it's an 80s movie parody yeah so that's what they wanted they pitched so, it as an 80s movie parody there's a lot of there's a lot of 80s tropes in that movie yes um from the way the main bad guy i'm not you need to go see it if you haven't seen it, it's a gem but the, the way the main bad guy shows up is very Terminator-esque with the lightning yep. and different things. Um, the over-the-top action and just ridiculous cheesy lines is very action. The like game over thing that he says and the, is very Arnold reminisce. Yeah, the very flippant gun handling is basically every 80s TV show, action TV show. Mm-hmm. Slash yeah, the gun stuff. The, yeah. the partner thing as well is very... Yep. The that's, a, that's a cop drama trope, yep. but yeah. it really became big in the 80s. Miami Vice! Same with the uh, he was a father to me thing. Yeah, that that whole that whole cop sequence is a big parody of that. Um, the barbarians is a total nod to Conan. Mm-hmm. 
and Xena. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. The the movie is literally like a tribute to 80s cinema. Yep. And TV. And they did a good job, I mm-hmm. think. But it, yeah, it was a it was on Kickstarter. The way I found out I uh, found out reading about it on The Verge because they were talking about how because at the time Kickstarter was fairly new. The movie's a couple years old now. Um, Kickstarter was newish. It was like the first like successfully like funded um, like movie on gotcha. Kickstarter. Um, and then it's actually not bad, which was also a cherry on top. And then I watched it on Netflix when Netflix picked it up. And yeah, Netflix we, doesn't have any more. I remember the first time I watched it, I was in between classes in the common area over at CWI. It's pretty hilarious, actually. Yeah, it's very well done. Yep. Oh, yeah. I agree. It's uh, it's just the right kind of bad. Yep. You know. Exactly. And they, they give off that VHS vibe with all the filming and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got a very 80s aesthetic synth wave. Vaporwave. Yes vibe to it um yeah one the best thing is that it's it's intentionally bad it's not like it takes itself seriously and it's just a bad movie they they lean into how cheesy the 80s were and do a Mm -hmm. good job doing it so it's like it's an enjoyable bad i love how every 1911 in that is a long slide like like a friggin 10 inch barrel like the gun is like it looks like it's just a clown gun Mm mm-hmm hilarious and how it's they're all bottomless mags until the story calls for it to not be exactly. and, then yes. and then he can't shoot anymore yep uh, yeah it so what What did you think oh it's great it, it was hilarious it's just it was so short that was the problem it, we get to the it's a kickstarter funded movie so they didn't it's an indie film they didn't have hey a man, huge budget david hasselhoff expensive lamborghinis expensive. also expensive yeah there's two different lambos in it mm-hmm. and hasselhoff for them and he's not even in the movie he's in the no, music video he's in the music video but but expensive oh no yeah the uh also the special effects for how low the budget was were really good yeah they did an excellent job and they were very 80s too like they weren't like there's there's like bad budget Mm -hmm. cgi but then there's like 80 cgi and it hits the 80 cgi like it's just good enough to like be like oh you could drop this movie into the 80s with Mm -hmm. no problem yep that and uh true survivor david hasselhoff uh like if you told me that move or that uh music video came out 40 years ago i'd be like yeah i thought I it did that. the first time i heard it and saw yeah, a music seriously. video because i hadn't seen the movie i they're like this music video came out over and i watched it mm-hmm. i was like this isn't for the movie <laughs> and i had to google it because i was like there's yeah. no way this is for the movie well, it's like perfect mm-hmm. you know but yeah, yeah. The like the like him in the background and the cuts like him like faded out kind of mm-hmm. in the background. It's just it's so well done. Yeah. Funny thing is the villain really doesn't fit into the eighties movie genre. They don't really explore that. That's, That's fair. The only, That's the only difference. That I would is say. more of a thousands era trope. Very interesting, isn't it? Well, you would you do have the Indiana Jones films, you which do. plays into that. Did those come out in the eighties. Indiana so. Jones did come out in the eighties. Seriously, I but think so. That's crazy. But that that era that realized. era of bad is more guy like a flashback is more than... well the era of bad like the era fits into the eighties but yeah uh, the main bad guy was not specifically used but yeah you are you're not wrong um, time travel mm-hmm. this is a very eighties movie thing you're right uh, using computers and 
weird ways that In ways that would don't never make sense work. Yes. Yeah. yeah um well and like we've hacked time and like the way he uses it too it's very 80s like that one fly dicks everyone goes that's not how computers yeah. work now even like current like crime shows even though they're like zoom and enhance, enhance. And like, it's like they do that but you don't see like the yo dog there's 10 pixels here what <laughs> am i supposed to enhance the main hacker guy now though it's not like going through three different keyboards and like mm-hmm. typing across things With everybody knows power glove yeah everybody knows that's not real anymore yeah but sad day no there was a there was like a a csi show where the one of the characters says they're gonna make a gooey and visual basic you, you I was on CIS, one? dude. That show is so bad about that. Abby, enhance that photo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it what? goes from like 10p to like 1080p. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't make any what? sense. My my sister loves that show. Oh. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love that show too. The, but all the the computer scenes will kill me. So bad. When they There's like this one scene. They get hacked and uh, she's like, they've breached the firewall. I just need to, and then like lists off like all this like computer mumbo jumbo, and he goes, well, he's like, and then the other guy, the other smart guy on the team's like, well, that won't work. You also have to, and they both start typing on the keyboard, mm-hmm. on like each half of the oh, keyboard. Oh, stop yeah. it! And That's it's like, awful. This is terrible. Like yeah. it's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> That's cringeworthy. Hey man, Gibbs's rule for, rules for life are amazing though no it, okay. it's not a bad show but anytime it, like I the mean, computer scenes come up it's like this it's is bad. terrible so wait you, you've seen lots of ncis a and... fair amount yeah really how i'm not a huge fan. my sister loves it i'm oh, not okay. a huge fan uh but it's not a bad show it's not sure. something i would watch on my own but it's not something like when i go to, like if somebody's like you want to watch ncis i'm like yeah, i don't care yeah sure mm-hmm. i don't dislike it i okay. did i I dislike the computer scenes because they're always they're it's they're so blatantly bad. bad. They're so bad. They're blatantly bad. Gibbs is cool. Uh, my stepfather has actually met him before. Oh, seriously? Actor. Yeah, it's a cool, dude. Uh, apparently, yes. In his brief time, he knew him, but yes, he always carries a knife. ZT. Mm. <laughs> I don't know that well, but yeah. yeah. Sponsors. Have you watched that... a lot of NCIS? I've watched it beginning to end. Really? Even the, even the new stuff that. Is recent? Oh, okay. No, not the after, original run. Not after. Um, uh, oh, I'm trying to think. The, the funny Tony. guy. Yeah, the funny guy. After Tony left, I was like, eh. eh. But they they like canceled it and then brought it back. Mm-hmm. If I remember right, um, I was really. I don't want to actually. That's like spoilers, so I guess I can't. I don't. Really, it's been well, out long. I mean, enough, it's been out long. So. Enough. But the the original chick. That was started, and now I'm drawing a blank on her name, but she dies in, like, season five. Yeah. And it, and it was, like, crushing, because her and Tony were, like, like had super great chemistry. Mm-hmm. There's a weird love thing going on there that was, like, like uns- all right, this is sounding really, like... No, I'm, I'm, like, I'm bored. I understand yeah. about 50% of yeah. what you're saying, because I've seen enough that it can, like, patch pieces together. It yeah. was, it was prime. Mm-hmm. And uh, growing up, I always had a crush on Abby because true crime. You can edit that out if you want. <laughs> no, we'll no, don't do it. <laughs> I'll make a note. We'll Tristan's see. had enough drinks to be loose My... with his language, but not <laughs> drunk. <laughs> <laughs> said, Abby's funny. Uh, Tony is my favorite novel. Oh movie. yeah, same. Um, my my sister and my stepdad have the they do the running joke of like you know, like so he smacks him back and he's like proby or whatever. Yep. So they they do that to each other when somebody says something stupid. That's funny. Which is quite often, but uh yeah. That's no, funny. it it's it's an enjoyable show. It's not something I would watch on my like own, mm-hmm. but it's definitely like something. It's like yeah, sure I'll watch this. I don't care. Yeah. 
it's your typical crime show. It was one of the shows that my stepmom and I could actually agree on. Yeah. Which was like pretty few and far between. Mm-hmm. Um, I always, I've always liked like the the cop dramas, um, but as a kid, I could not handle CIS or CSI uh, because it was like super gritty and gory, and uh, she also liked uh, Law and Order Special Victims or whatever, and like. Every episode of that was like, oh my gosh, I need a therapy session. <laughs> I know. Like... I, I love Law and Order. But yeah, I just come out of that <laughs> show every time, like, depressed. Yeah. I'm like, this show is so well done and it's so it's... good and the characters are great, but it's like, man, like, I need to go to therapy. Like, that was so dark. Yeah. It, it is rough to watch because everyone, it's like, yeah, this person raped and murdered them after 12 hours of, like, mm. a rape murder fest or whatever. And it's yeah. like, Jeez, we're just gonna launch into that? This is not light afternoon TV. <laughs> yeah. No. One of my one of my favorite comedians, Chad Daniels, has a he talks about Law and Order, and I can't remember what it was that he was talking about specifically, but he makes a joke about how whenever you hear the hammer sound, the dun dun, yeah, uh, they basically teleport because <laughs> it cuts right right yes, after. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I always thought that was super funny. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, um, NCIS was good. What other Hold on. shows? We got distracted. Um, oh yeah. Can we bring it back? So, what other thoughts you got? Let's see. Are um, you inspired to go watch a Bruce Lee movie now? Absolutely. Bruce Lee's dope. I think uh, before we go Bruce watch Bruce Lee, Lee uh, you have to watch like Terminator and Predator Commando. and Rambo. Running Man. I haven't seen Commando. All... You haven't seen Commando? I've seen bits and pieces. Like uh, I've got 10 minutes. I jump on TV. It's They're playing Commando on TV. Mm-hmm. I watch 10 minutes and I have to go somewhere yeah. or whatever. That kind of a thing. Um, I know it's supposed to be pretty good. Uh, you mean... have to watch Kindergarten Cop because it's super cheesy. You got to. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a tumor. <laughs> It's, I love that movie. Uh, Have you seen Last Action Hero? No, that's a good one too. It's with Arnold. Oh, really? It's he's like he is. It's like a very like fourth wall kind of movie because oh, okay. uh, this kid gets like can't remember if he gets sucked into a movie or a movie comes to life. Mm-hmm. But Arnold is the movie character. Of course he is. But it's it's fun. I remember watching that as a kid and really enjoying it. Have you watched Conan? Oh yeah. Have you watched all of Conan? Because once again, Conan I've... the TV series or Conan the movies. Conan the Barbarian with Arnold. Like the TV series or the movies? Isn't it a movie? They're both. Oh. Pretty sure there was a TV series. Uh, isn't it just I've a movie with him on the the thing with the sword and like the girls like grabbing onto his leg or whatever? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the movie? There's there yeah, and there's two of them. Okay, I know there's two. Have you seen yes. the first one? Okay, I've once again I've seen it TV style, so I've seen mm-hmm. bits and pieces over the years. Is it worth having Hayden watch? I know all like the good parts of it. I know my answer, but I mean my answer is yes. But as far okay, but but as far as like movie like because it it, like it's a staple eighties. Oh yeah, Arnold movie. I think it's in the eighties, but it's a staple Arnold movie. Mm -hmm. Is it worth him watching? It's fun because I I also haven't seen the whole movie like start to finish. I mean that should be we can add to the list. You haven't seen Conan or roadhouse i haven't seen roadhouse. I haven't seen roadhouse like i think roadhouse needs to go on our list too okay but the only thing i know about it is family guy so that's all that i've got as point of reference Mark swayze but oh, okay his glorious mullet oh my gosh you know people give the mullet shit but there were people that pulled it off very well 
I'm trying to think. Hot take. Who? Patrick Swayze, obviously. I have to Google this because I can't. Google Patrick Swayze Roadhouse. Didn't, um, what's his name? Oh. Kurt Russell. Didn't Kurt Russell kind of have he a mullet? Did, yeah. He, he Kurt did. Russell. I, I would argue this is not well. a traditional mullet. It's not a traditional mullet. This I is would... like long, like this is long hair with shorter bangs. Yeah. Well, look up um, Kurt Russell and Overboard. Um, because yeah, that's not that that MacGyver had a mullet. Too. Yeah, that doesn't count. That was more of a true mullet. Oh, Hateful Eight MacGyver. is uh, what I clicked. But I meant to click Overboard. Have you seen Hateful Eight? I haven't. Oh my god! Not heard that it's good. All right, it's on Netflix. We have to watch it. Okay. It it is, it it's a play. In, yeah. in movie form it, even though it was initially uh tarantino made the movie and went this would work really well as a play and now it's a it's a broadway play mm-hmm. uh it is a great movie if you like slow burn dialogue heavy movies and it is mm-hmm. phenomenal yeah that's also calling that a mullet is being very generous that's fair technically it is but it doesn't really fit business in the, in the front party in the back yeah and it is but it is being very generous. That's fair. His is closer to mullet than Patrick Swayze's was. Yeah, but that's fair. It's still because it's like textured and styled and whatever. Like most mm-hmm. mullets, it's like, <laughs> and that's it. It looks bad and it looks terrible. But, yeah. but if if we're talking about that mullet, then I agree. That is definitely it, it's doable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't think of anybody else off the top of my head. MacGyver. Yeah, I I haven't seen MacGyver though. Like I can't picture it. Spoiler alert, Sunny he uses Crockett. weird things to make other things and get out of things. That's all I know. Oh, they got duct tape in the paper I clip. MacGyver. It's like one of my favorite. MacGyver in the original A-Team TV show. Was great. Yeah. Have you seen the A-Team, the recent one? No. With the movie? Liam Neeses? Is mm. it newer than the one that came out? Like Liam Neeses plays the main guy. Yeah. Yeah. And that they have the, like... They get Murdoch and he's like swinging around on the chopper. Spin my head right round, yeah. baby, right round. They, yeah. they they fly the tank, yeah. Yeah, that was it. Was cool. I enjoyed that movie? I I had never seen the original A Team, uh, so I went into it as like I know I know what the A Team is. I get a pity the fool. Yeah, no, that like I I know what the A Team is. Yeah. I know Mr. T was in it. Uh, I know it's a little action, whatever. But I went into that mm-hmm. with basic knowledge of the A Team, and I went, "This is a good movie. I really enjoyed it." The funny thing about the original TV show is they basically never show, like they are, they're shooting, they have guns, mm-hmm. but they literally never show dead people. Well, it came out or in the eighties. Like, yeah, but it's a different time. I don't know. They show dead people in Miami. Well, on Vice. TV. Yeah, yeah. Let's say on TV. TV's always been different, mm-hmm. but for sure, at least um, it was sanitized dead people. <laughs> I, I no always blood. thought it was like interesting because like you see them firing like guns all the time, and mm-hmm. it's like. Do they ever hit anything? Yeah. <laughs> but and, and Bradley Cooper's in the new one. I love Bradley yeah, Cooper. Same. He's hilarious. But same. yeah, have you seen that one? The new A Team. I only watched the old TV show. Speaking of Bradley Cooper, Silver Linings Playbook is like up there on my list. I've heard it was really good. I have oh not watched gosh. it because isn't it more of like a rom com drama ish kind yes, of a movie? Yes, but it's all it's also a little bit. Well, serious. I guess I guess not rom com, but like a like... romantic drama kind of it's a tragic comedy drama okay i guess i don't yeah. know uh but it came it's... out and i saw it as much as i love bradley cooper and jennifer lawrence is in it right yep. i love both of them i was like i don't think the movie's for me 
Like, uh, I mean, that's fair, but I, all right. Uh, Hot take part y'all, two. Y'all gonna learn something about Tristan. Mm. Tristan loves rom coms. Really? Oh yeah. Me too. Why? Like how to lose a guy I, in ten days? I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I my my problem they with them end happily. My that's problem why. is they're so and cheesy unrealistic hold on before i say it it's gonna be real hypocritical because i love star wars and avengers stalker creepy yeah i i don't like them because they're so unrealistic and cheesy yeah they're it's always like no you don't stalk the girl and she'll fall in love with them like it's not how the world works and then like and i I am really good at like the whole suspension sure. of disbelief. I love sci-fi. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care what how ridiculous this monster looks. If you build this up, I will believe it. Well, because well, with sci-fi, it's it's understood that this isn't the real world. You know what I mean? I'm like, talking about Star Wars is real life. <laughs> <laughs> but in a rom-com, it's like it's the real world. But yeah, it's like uh, nobody acts like this. Stupid things actually exactly. work. Yeah. yeah, it it just I can't do. It always comes off as like painfully cheesy i guess oh, and yeah. it's just it's just like uh. 13 dresses or uh yeah 13 dresses is that the name of that one i think so. 13 going on 30 that's a good one what women want is that a rom-com i don't know that's with mel gibson the wedding planner that's a good one uh try to lose a guy in did, did, 10 days yeah you mentioned that one i love that I watched, was a good one does 51st states count yep yeah i hated that movie so much. That's really? Like I, I low-key... Hold on. I'm also biased because I cannot... Even though he's a great actor, I can't stand Adam Sandler. That's fair. I, I can understand Aside that. from, like, Waterboy and very certain roles, it's like, you, I, like you're playing... It, you're playing an idiot, basically, <laughs> yeah. in all of his roles. But it's like, you're doing a very good job, and it's like, mm-hmm. this is a complicated role that you're playing. So I respect that. Mm-hmm. But for the most time, it's like, oh, funny, dumb guy. Mm-hmm. I can't do 50 First Dates. Dude, I've seen 50 First Dates probably like a couple handfuls of times yeah no and if you're into that and it makes me cry every single time i'm also dead inside and i watch these movies and i feel nothing (laughs) i'm dead inside but when i watch these movies i'm like oh the world is nice (laughs) and and, and then i'm like oh and then like a few hours later i'm like oh that's right that's you know bs yeah but i yeah no if you like them props to you i don't judge i don't care i love ridiculous sci-fi movies I don't like I don't like things like the Notebook though. I feel like oh, that's different. Man, because it's just like a, it's, I wouldn't call it a rom com. It's more. Of that's a just drama, like that's like a you know romantic drama. Yeah. So. And uh, I would argue those are more cringy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh! I was forced to watch one of the Twilights in the entire no. time. No. It wasn't the it wasn't Sparkles. it wasn't the good one either. In which you can debate which one was the good one. The entire time I'm sitting there and I'm like, can I just slip my wrists? I'm just like, this is the dumbest thing. It is those movies. Sorry if you like those movies. You're wrong. Uh, <laughs> they are bad fan fiction. Like that's how they started. Mm-hmm. And those mo- like the movies, you can tell it's like this is garbage fan fiction. Yeah, they're they're it hurts. Rough. Um. But I put that on part of the notebook, which is probably blaspheme to some people. But I just, I can't. The notebook does have better actors. So you're, you're clearly Team Edward then. No, I'm Team Kill Me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find yep, I remember when that was all the craze in middle school. Everybody wanted to be a Twilight fan. No, nobody wanted to be. Well, the girls did. Yeah, the girls are wrong. Well, yeah. This is going to bother me. But w- 
Maybe, yeah, I guess if you put a laugh track, you could probably turn those into rom-coms. No, it'd be worse. With a laugh track? Because it wouldn't even be funny. It'd be like watching the Big Bang hot take. <laughs> oh, modern Big Bang. The first two seasons will give it a pass, but... I feel like that's not as much of a hot take anymore. That's fair. Like, I don't know very many people that The are first like, couple seasons, when I watched it, my parents mm-hmm. were like, oh, Trevor, you like this. And I'm like, I find that offensive, but sure. Uh, they're like, you're a nerd. You'd like this or whatever. And I'd watch it and I'd laugh at things that they wouldn't even get. And I'm like, this is actually funny. And then I moved out or whatever. A couple years later, came back. They're still watching it. I'm watching it now. They're laughing at all the jokes. And I'm like, this isn't even funny anymore. Like, <laughs> this is all- I found it. Uh, Kate and Leopold with Hugh Jackman. Uh fantastic rom-com what movie is that kate and leopold oh that's the name of the movie yeah oh, okay um it's a good one um i but, thought kate uh, and leopold was the actress and you said with no, hugh jackman kate that was and like... leopold is oh, okay. the name of the movie but uh it's got meg ryan in it as well but basically this modern day lady falls in love with this dude that accidentally time traveled mm. it's uh, i mean you know easy. i'd accidentally fall in love with hugh jackman you know, too i mean he's, I, seriously he's though. insane he's but like 50 years old movie. And I watch him in Logan, and I go, dude, you are huge. Like, yeah. what on earth? There's this crazy thing called steroids. He, he claims, and he's been tested to prove it, that he has not done steroids. And he, that is at least his reason why he stopped doing the Wolverine movies. Cause he, said, he said, without steroids, I can't keep up this physique at my age. And he goes, he goes, I could do steroids and continue to do this. He goes, but I don't want to do steroids. Mm-hmm. It was like his whole, this whole thing. Whether he's lying, I don't know, but I would believe him because yeah. uh, he quit a multi-million dollar like franchise, which has mm-hmm. been floundering without him. Yeah. Um, what has come after Rob? that? Nothing good. Anything without him has been trash. Uh, Rob McElhenney, McElhenney, the guy that plays... Uh mac on it's always sunny because mm-hmm. it's like a story arc for him he was the guy like, with the, the, the beard mm-hmm, yeah. the like goatee yep. he like was like regular mac and then he became fat mac and then he became shredded mac or whatever mm-hmm. but he was he did an interview a couple years ago about it he's like well yeah outside of the show mm-hmm, okay. outside the show he's like well yeah so basically what you do is you pay somebody a bunch of money to drag you to the gym and feed you and then you tell your doctor that you need help getting in shape, <laughs> you know, like, it's like, there was the guy from, I don't remember his actual name, but the guy from Harold and Kumar, the Indian guy, mm-hmm. um, or Indian persuasion guy. I don't know what his actual is. Uh, we're getting canceled. His actual ethnicity is, but he's of the Indian persuasion. Um, he was put in this movie and they're like, we need you to get mm-hmm. jacked. He posted a picture and people are like, oh my gosh, you look amazing. How do you do? And he was like, uh, hard work, food, and if you want to get to this point, drugs. <laughs> yep. And he's like, straight up about it. And yeah. people like got super mad at him or whatever. But he's like, no, like it's for real. Like yeah. you, and obviously you can hire a trainer and eat really well and hit a certain point. Mm-hmm. But if you hit the, oh my gosh, no offense to superheroes, but to the superhero level of yeah. jacked, uh, you're not doing that alone. No. It's that that's not a thing that happens. Well, little chemical enhancement. Yeah, and it like I have no problem Ooh, with cancer. it, but people need to not lie about it. Yeah, that's like the when like supermodels or whatever, like the whole the girl population gets all mm-hmm. offended over different things of like like oh this isn't real. The, you're 
doing whatever mm-hmm. but they're like oh yeah this guy who looks phenomenal uh chris hemsworth or chris yeah. evans like no offense to them but it's like you are not that way normally yeah. like just be honest about it i don't care like props to you yeah, where do i get it, it like know? sign me up but yeah it's well, like you don't need to lie about it like hot take i wish everybody in sports was doing steroids sports would be awesome i don't know I think there needs to be two divisions. You, you have you have the pure OG, organic, and then you've got the steroid the version. And then you have to deal like I mean, obviously we have our drug testing league, and then we have our non drug testing. Yeah, because league. like you should mm-hmm. let like if people want to do that, because you can cr- oh, be amazing. Yeah. If you want to do that to yourself, you shouldn't be competing with people that like are morally not okay with that. Mm-hmm. Just make two leagues. Yeah. And I would watch both of them equally because it's just as cool. It's like, That's holy crap. I would watch Steroid League exclusively. <laughs> really? Because, like, well, let's say you have two NBAs. And I don't know what the, the drug use in NBA is, but it's probably large. I would say it's less than some of, like, the other more physically demanding, like, say, an MMA or probably. football or whatever. Because, like, you can build up the stamina and be big I don't know that in the NBA. Raw strength. I, and plus, I'm not super experienced with MMA. But I don't know that straight up raw strength really helps you as much in mma no but i it would help oh it would help um, i'm not saying that it wouldn't but but if i had if i had to bet money i would bet on an nba uh and i know the M- mma is very strict about drug use and mm-hmm. so people are going to slip through the cracks as they sure. do in everything uh but i bet it is low but i would imagine the nfl and like mma for example their usage is higher than like nba because nba yeah. if, if you're tall and you have a lot of stamina you can do pretty well. Mm-hmm. That's not everything, but that that is a good chunk of like what you need in the game. For sure. Um, in the NFL, you can be tall and have a lot of stamina, but if you're not strong, that's not going to help you. Yeah. Um, unless you're like Gronk. Gronk. Who, oh my gosh. The he's dude, huge he's, though. He's like living. And I would bet he's done some things here oh, and there. Sure. Uh, but he's like he's Despite big that, in general. He's like a living anomaly. Like yeah. Same thing with he's uh, nuts. Same thing with JJ Watts. Yeah. Like that dude is insane. Not mm-hmm. a huge fan of the Mavericks, but that dude, mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. So I don't know. I would like two leagues because if you had like a a drug NBA and a and like a clean NBA, I would watch both because a clean NBA would be just as impressive because they'd be pulling off stuff. It's like, oh, you you're not on anything. Mm-hmm. Like that's cool. What you just did. <laughs> time out. Time out. I need some coke. <laughs> yeah. And then, but at the same time, like the drug NBA, it's like. Holy cow, you just jumped 20 feet in the air because you've been on HGH your whole life? Yeah. That's insane as well. Like, I think, I don't think it would hurt either's particularly because I think people would be mm-hmm. impressed by both, but for different reasons. Um, But yeah, especially, I've, I'd be concerned about like an MMA drug league because I feel like they'd be killing each oh, other. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, they already do every now and again already. Yeah, yeah. But, well, yeah, but that's like, a, it's, it's a football. That's like a freak rare. accident yeah. kind of a thing, but, or basketball yeah, even, I, but. I, I'd argue that football's worse for you than MMA. I think so. Really? Yeah. yeah. You're not always getting hit in the head in a MMA fight. You're getting hit in the yeah. head a lot. You are getting hit well, in the head. Well, let's see. How long does an MMA match last? Depends. It, it does depend. So they okay, also hold on. You will take the mean. You're gonna have to Google that, but because some MMA matches last five seconds. Depends on what position you play in football. That's fair. Like for a lineman. MMA is definitely healthier for you. Yep. You're going to... Different parts of your body are going to wear out, but... but Are I we talking from, like, a CTE perspective? Oh, yeah. 
you're getting hit at minimum in the head, like punched with no padding once per fight. And that is being more than generous in an MMA thing. Mm -hmm. And obviously that's happening also in football, but you have padding that's, it's not happening. And it, as a lineman, Doesn't maybe keep your but, brain from smacking against your skull when you hit somebody. That's fair. And you do that as a lineman every play of the game. I would say they're compared, they're comparable, because also in MMA, the goal you don't want to go the full rounds with your no. opponent. Your goal is to knock them out, that which is horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and knock them out is usually a quicker way. Yeah. So that's like goal number one. Goal number two is tap. It depends on the fighter though too, because there are grapplers in the yeah. MMA. So, but I, I would guess that specialize in submission holds. Yeah. So Tristan, here's a here's a question: um, Is it possible that wearing those helmets can mask worse damage, even though you're not being knocked out? Oh it, yeah, definitely. Gears so, made football worse for the players. Yep. Agreed. CTE wasn't a big... Well, also, we didn't have the same amount of data, so it could yeah. have been. But CTE, I don't think, was as big of an issue back in when football was created because they were wearing leather hats with little rims around them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you weren't as... You're, you're not getting hit as hard because nobody wants to do that because it's impacting it you. We have a, a pretty good comparison between rugby and football. You don't wear pads. Yeah. For rugby. Well, you wear hip pads in a tailbone pad. Depending oh, you on, do? Oh, you wear you a mouth guard. Yeah, I know at minimum that's what they wear, but... I They make, like, rugby shorts. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure have pads. I, Which are... Wouldn't those be the same as the football pads that most football players wear? It's, like, the two pads of, on your thighs and the tail pad? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's just, like, hip and tailbone, though. Oh, okay. I think. Um, if I played rugby, i definitely wear it. Uh, I'll have to ask my buddy. He played rugby yeah, in, in college. Yeah, you should, because I, I'm, like, 60% sure. But... Um, there are far less like serious cases of CTE and like brain injuries mm-hmm. in rugby. And rugby's rough, but it's in a it's in a different way. Yeah. Um, you're still hitting people every mm-hmm. play, but but if you don't have pads, like pads are like cars. You know, you couldn't run thirty miles an hour and run into a wall. Mm-hmm. But you get in a car, you run. You know, you go thirty miles an hour and hit a wall. You know not good for you even though you might not get hurt you know your brain still yeah. smashes the front of your skull and mm-hmm. it's the same way with f- football pads you know you don't get hurt but you still have your brain just sloshing around inside your head mm-hmm. not good but what what i think is crazy and this is coming from someone that played football for like 10 years is the fact that we let fourth graders start tackle football <laughs> right you know when like who that's, thought that's a good idea? I mean, we didn't know as much about head trauma then, mm-hmm. you know, but we do now and we still, well, we still do it. And the weird thing is it's like, well, it gets even weirder because uh, there's more injuries in flag football than tackle football in really? that age group. Huh. Yeah. Well, the weird thing is too, because like, let's say, because we, we know football's not good for you. So, especially for like developing brains, it's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. So, well, what do you do? Do you do you bump it up into high school, but then those kids have less time to practice, and then you get less qualified football players, and then the league would deteriorate for a while, while while the previous generation is moved out by age and different yeah. things. 
like it, it's it is a weird thing it's like what do you do, do you to not, not let your kid eat cheeseburgers i mean it's kind of the same yeah but, but well from a like from a continuing the sport perspective mm-hmm. it is hard because it's like what do you do it's like do you change it now and then you're gonna have a rough period when you've got oh, not yeah. as good players that are getting dunked on by the older players and you're gonna have mm-hmm. to power through until they're gone because yeah. it, it's like a ripple effect that will i just get rid of honestly pads. like my opinion on sports is like so like especially in the 21st century uh high school sports have gone from being like like high school level sports they've moved up they're more like college level now college mm-hmm. entry. and then and then college level sports are a lot more like pro sports were and now pro sports are semi-pro like, yeah they, semi-pro. they filled that niche yeah. yeah and pro sports are like oh these are the guys that just get paid a bunch of money to run around on a field you know what i mean like they still do crazy stuff but i feel like most people are more interested in college sports now than, mm-hmm. than pro sports but that being said, oh my gosh, there's school sports are taken so seriously. Yeah. Well, because if you don't like, or if you take it seriously, that mean that could mean free college mm-hmm. and possibly after that, a career. Like there's a lot of money on that line. Yep. Even if you don't make it pro, like that's free, free college, college right there. Huge. Even, even like discounted college is a mm-hmm. huge deal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you'll well, probably it, get a communications degree, but yeah. you'll still get a degree. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the problem. But if you go pro, then it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But, uh, how many people actually go pro though from college level? Not a lot. It's gotta a be lot less of them than end up on like practice squads and stuff. Sure. Which is still, you can still make good money, money. right? You still, I don't know. On, I know the Cowboys practice squad in the late nineties they were making like 150k and that's good k a year. I, I would, that'd be good that's well good. and it's a year-round gig too mm-hmm. it's not just for the season i uh, know someone that was practice squad for the cowboys then dang and it was it, just crazy money like he like when he went pro he played for two seasons had a serious injury had to sit out for like a year and then came back and did practice squad for more mm-hmm. years or whatever. Well, and the you mentioned with pro sports is they get paid a lot to run around or whatever, which is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing is, they're all so good that it doesn't look like it. Like when you get yeah. into college, you'll have that one, that one LeBron James or Kobe Bryant or whatever that's in college, and you mm-hmm. go, "Oh my gosh!" Like he stands out above everybody else, and he's like making everybody look like fools or whatever, but yep. then they get into the pro and it's gone or whatever. I was watching, there's a video I saw on Reddit of, um, now Tom Brady, he, uh, at the Super Bowl or whatever, uh, Cam Newton's kid or one of the games, Cam Newton's kid came up was like, uh, you mean scam Newton? Oh my gosh. Cam Newton's kid came <laughs> up and gave him football and he's like, we throw this or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Tom goes, yeah, and picks it up. And the kid runs, they were at like the 20 yard oh, line. Yeah. And, and Tom just goes, and like <laughs> no effort, nothing, and the ball perfectly lands right where the kid, like mm-hmm. the kid was running, looking back, and Tom like didn't like he didn't step, he didn't angle his shoulders, he just turned and threw it, <laughs> and made it look effortless, and it went plop right where the kid needed it, in oh, stride. Wow. The kid's tiny, the kid's not good at catching, the yep. whole thing, and it was it's like you made that look effortless. Mm-hmm. It, it's. Like you forget how good all they are when they're all because it's like they just make them all they, mm-hmm. they make them look meh when everybody is that good. Yeah, but it's it was stuff like that. I just went, holy! I watched it multiple times. Like holy crap! He put 
like two percent effort into this throw yeah and it was perfect uh you know what i love about tom brady right now him and gronk are like mercenaries for hire <laughs> right now they're like yo dog you got a ring yet no well you can hire me a gronk and we'll take you straight to the super bowl <laughs> i know it's hilarious yeah. they're such a good team though gronk's such oh, a good yeah. tight i don't watch sports but i know gronk's such a good tight end and god that tom brady's nuts a, a monster mm-hmm I, I would probably wet myself if Gronk knocked on my door and I opened it. I'd just be like, oh, dude, it's terrifying. Have you seen the clip of him shooting the minigun with blanks? What blew my mind is how much like a kickback the minigun had. With blanks. Because he's a big human being. And he's like leaning into it and it's like pushing him back. I was yeah. like, holy crap. And like towards the end, he kind of has that like stutter step. Yeah. And, and he never like went at it either it was like mm-hmm. a few bursts here and there which is insane always makes me wonder because like back to the 80s theme arnold schwarzenegger had mini guns in a lot of his movies i would love now it's not as much because he is older he'd probably be still be fine he's still he's still in, he's very fit looking oh, he's yeah. still in good condition but it wouldn't be the same as peak arnold but i would love to see peak arnold with like putting that exact same scenario yep and have like a side-by-side comparison just to see the difference because yeah. he was in great shape, but he's... I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> yeah. It's such a good... Good movie. Predator. Highly recommend. It's on, it's on the list. We are going to watch it. Yeah, we have to. That's a good movie. But yeah, the the hip-firing miniguns is not, not a thing. So unrealistic. Not a thing. Those things move vehicles when they're fired. Yeah. Well, didn't the... Like, A10s, didn't they have to like they had to compensate? Yes. Uh for the kickback when mm-hmm. they fired those things or whatever. I don't remember what they had to do, but yeah, like they had to take into account the kickback from those guns while mm-hmm. being fired and flown or whatever. Yep. And one of the early eighties era planes or whatever when like it ended up shooting itself down. Oh, I don't remember that. I don't remember what it was, but it like it like fired bullets or whatever um, at an angle, and as it was coming around, it ended up hitting its own bolts or some shit because it was so hmm. fast or whatever. Like it was weird, and they were like, "Oh," and it then they had to like redesign because the gun fired mm-hmm. so fast or whatever it was, and they weren't take. I don't remember exactly what it was. I could be lying, um, or it could be a myth. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it ended up sh- this plane ended up shooting itself down, and it was like a test this test plane, and they went, "Oh yeah, we got to count for this," and like went back and had to. <laughs> redo everything but dude you know what plane is absolutely insane and this is going to be kind of ironic because everybody's like familiar with the sr-71 blackbird but it's insane like the level of engineering that went into that plane like the 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 plating on that plane is made out of basically all titanium Mm -hmm. and the plates when the plane is is on the ground are are not the size that they are after it starts flying yeah it would leak fuel Mm -hmm. on the ground yeah and it's mm-hmm. just like, wow, that's like how many nerds did you lock in a dungeon to get this <laughs> figured out? out? Like, yeah, because yeah, I remember the the plates expand in space or whatever, mm-hmm. or well, in the like high altitude, yeah, or whatever. And so yeah, they they'd fill it up right before it's about to launch because it would leak fuel because mm-hmm. it was it, they had so many gaps. And then they're like, go, 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 get out of here. Mm-hmm. And then it would launch up. And then as it got, it had a certain altitude and everything would like expand, expand and be the, the heat. Yeah. It's crazy. I love that story of that, that pilot guy. I don't remember his name. It's on YouTube. Um, and he's talking about uh, the radar checks. 
Yes. Have you heard that? I don't think I have. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. So, uh, do you want me to tell it to you? Yeah. Or do you want to go yeah. watch it? It's just, hilarious. Just tell me. Okay, so he and his buddy, they're they're uh, one of the early SR-71 test pilots. And so mm. they're they're flying from point A to point B across the country and they're they're crossing the entire continent in these flights. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're flying over, I think it was LA. And uh, so this the Cessna checks in with the air, air traffic controller mm-hmm. and goes, blah, 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 I, uh, airspeed check. And he, he the guy tells it really well because he gets the voices and whatever because he goes, but the airspeed controllers, regardless of what you were flying, what you were doing would give you the exact same feedback. And he goes, uh, Cessna, blah, 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 you're, I see you at 171 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, and he goes, well, then another, uh, twin, twin prop job checks in at three, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he goes, and it's quiet for a minute or two. And then, uh, he goes, the, the, one of the air force boys checks in with their jets and he goes, mm-hmm. and he's trying to show off or whatever. He's like, well, I see you at, you know, 800, blah, 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 blah. And he goes, and it's quiet. And he goes, nobody. And he and his teammates time are like this. They're like one of their first flights. So they're still forming mm-hmm. that friendship. And, and the guy's like. He goes, he's checked in. He goes, nobody. He goes, he's the top dog. Nobody's going to check in. He goes, well, technically we would be. He goes, but that'd be unprofessional. He goes, I'm working with this new guy. I don't really know. And he goes, he goes, I reach out to press the button. He goes, and I rec- he recoil. And he's like, I, I don't know. And he goes, and right at that time, I hear a click. And he goes, and that's my partner. <laughs> and he goes, air traffic controller, this is blah, blah, blah. I'm che- uh, here for a speed check. And he goes, yeah, we see you at 1800. <laughs> And, and he and he goes he goes at that time i knew we were partners or whatever it's, it's, awesome. it's such a funny story That's i don't know if it's funny. true or not it, oh but you have to look it up on youtube it's yeah, so it funny because the way he tells it he's got all the airplane like uh lingo in her but it's hilarious he goes and after that the comms were dead quiet <laughs> And at, during that thing, he asked for a radar check too, and they couldn't even pick him up a radar because he was so fast. It's so funny. Are you familiar with uh, Chuck Yeager? The original Supersonic it. Man? Is that the... It's the first guy that broke the sound barrier? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. He, uh, so he was a test pilot. I'm double-checking which plane he test piloted. Hayden, you might know. Um. Oh, the X one, right? Yep. There we go. Yeah. Uh, Chuck Yeager, his like first test flight, the plane literally like fell apart around him or whatever. Really? Yeah. And he survived. He survived like a handful of actual plane crashes, but the dude was insane, speed demon. But yeah, talking about planes always makes me think of him. He died recently, yeah, like, last year I think. It blows my mind because like I. Obviously, there's a lot of risk in being a airplane test pilot. Uh, yeah. Um, but blows my mind is the people that are doing setting the land speed records. Oh my gosh. That is like a complete other set of balls. Mm-hmm. Because at any second that because it's a vehicle that you're driving yeah. with a rocket engine attack uh, attached to it, at any second that thing will become a plane with yep. zero controls. And it's like it's the same level of crazy, but with like a smidge more because. Mm-hmm. If something goes wrong, you can't fix it. Nope. You are just there for the ride. Yeah. Like if something goes wrong, a test plane, like you can try to pull out or whatever. Like there you are can eject. Yeah. You there can, are things you, know, you like... can do. If something goes wrong when you're setting one of those land speed records, it's it... like uh hope for the best while you become a plane and crash, crash back to the earth. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. Yeah. In planes, like most, 
I don't I don't know about all planes, but most planes you have at least some ability to glide. Yeah, yeah you, you could you, know? you can do something at mm-hmm. least to you attempt can, to fix the situation. Minim- you can minimize damage. Yeah. Um, in a in a rocket car, it's it, there is no no mm-hmm. safety net. Yeah. Well, and that's what with like modern supercars too. It blows my mind when you think about because like the Bugatti, uh, the Chiron. I can't believe your average person can go buy a supercar <laughs> well I, I wouldn't say your like, average person could buy a supercar well like if if your anybody, medium tier average person can go buy a supercar. I, I would say like if with if you have the money for a supercar mm-hmm. you are allowed to buy one yeah and that's and a lot of those aren't like like they had problems with the dodge hellcat mm-hmm. because people would get them and they didn't realize that like like oh hey this is like a stupid amount well, of power yeah but there there's two kinds of that because there's like the the Dodge Hellcat of, I can't, like, I physically don't know how to maneuver this vehicle yeah, at these speeds. Yeah. And then there's, like, the Bugatti Chiron, which goes, uh, you're going in top speed mode? Hold on while I lower myself and put the spoiler in automatic <laughs> mode so you don't yeah. become a plane. Yeah. Like, that's what blows my mind. That, that, that you can buy that vehicle that literally has functions built in because it goes so fast. If they doesn't have these <laughs> functions, you will become a plane. <laughs> like it yes. lowers itself. It use it in real time. Uses the spoiler to adjust drag to keep uh-huh. you on the ground. Like that's what blows my mind. Because yeah, like crazy. you can go buy a car that does one fifty or whatever mm-hmm. for on one fifty for really cheap actually. And it's like sure. that's an insane amount of speed. But you go buy a Bugatti that hits two eighty, and it's like this is a plane. Yeah, if you're not careful, that's what it's crazy. It's nuts. And then you have the Tesla that hits zero to sixty in one point eight seconds yep. or whatever it is. Like so, so electric cars are the future of yeah. of supercars. Oh yeah, for sure. Once you don't have get, to lug all that weight around. Have you seen the the what? What did they call it? It's like zombie something, but it was a a Mustang that they had converted to be an EV. Oh my gosh! And it does like zero to sixty in like a second or something. Oh my it's gosh. insane. Yeah. Um. But you have, like, so as far as electric motors go, there's no, like, limit. If you can put more power into it, you mm-hmm. can go faster. And they yeah. weigh, not nothing, but they weigh nothing compared to their, like, Counterpart. supercar counterparts. Yeah. Like, nuts. The Bugatti's got a V16. It's got two V8 engines in it to hit <laughs> those speeds. Uh, yeah. Like, the, the amount, because... And like actual and en- the gas engines weigh a ton. Yeah. And like to well, get that comparative com- you're speed, you're containing a bunch of explosions. Yeah. You know, but it is nuts. I I love the uh, the Ford GT. I don't know if you saw the twenty. That's apparently it it's apparently a terrible car to own, but oh yeah, it looks cool. Well, it's the problem. It's very with impractical. The, the, yeah, exactly. The problem with the the GT is it is it is a fast car, and mm-hmm. that's. Yeah, like, and they they put nothing into out. like the comfort. No, not at and all. And it, it shows. They're like, oh hey, your seat. Hayden's trying to quietly leave, but I'm calling him out. Yeah, like in the Oops. in the in the Ford GT, it's like, oh yeah, your seat. Yeah, it's basically a carbon fiber board, and it is bolted to the chassis. Yep. But such a cool car. Yeah, no, I agree. It's super dope looking. Okay. Well, that's what the Bugatti blows my mind because it goes, hey, we built a car that hits like 280. Mm-hmm. Uh, to hit 280, you need a special key 
that comes with the car, but you only get one, and you have to, act, like, the car is on, but then there's launch mode, which is a secondary key yeah. that you have to turn. And the car goes through, like, a flight check. Mm-hmm. It checks its tires, the engine, the it goes through and checks everything. But on top of that, so you've got this insane car. Granted, they're super expensive, but you've got this mm-hmm. insane car that goes insanely fast. But also the interiors are insanely nice. Very nice. It's not, yeah, it's not like with, and the... Well, that's probably why it's got 16 cylinders. <laughs> that too. But everything that's like carbon fiber, but the interiors mm-hmm. are gorgeous. Yeah. And they're all handmade too. That car is handmade start to finish. There is no production line. Yeah. Like some cars. It's just crazy. Um, Aston Martin does, they will customize your interior any way you want it. There was somebody, they wanted the, as per one of their friend, like spouse, relative, I don't know, but as per their, this person's request, they wanted to be included into an Aston Martin. They incorporated the ashes into the interior of the car. And like, they will do anything on these interiors. They go, what do you want? Um, somebody had gold, Dang. diamond, and like sapphire flecks like incorporated throughout the sites. It looked like stars or whatever. That's nuts. They will do anything you want or whatever. I'm pretty sure it's Aston Martin. Um, yeah, it's insane how crazy these like the interiors of some of these cars get. Mm-hmm. Rolls Royces are nuts. It might have been Rolls Royce. Is Aston Martin Rolls Royce? I don't remember which one. But Let's see what Aston Martin are going for. Those are beautiful cars. And it blows my mind. The Bugatti Chiron. Starts at two mil. Mm-hmm. Starts. Starts. Yeah. Starts. That's the base model. Yeah. It's unreal. Does anybody buy that? Because I feel like the base. Yeah. Well, no, like. Tax me, You got to let me finish here. Because I feel like the base. If you're buying a Bugatti, like getting the base model is like, hey, guys, I'm, I, I have the $2 million to be in the cool kids club. I buy the base model. That's fair. <laughs> if I could sell both my kidneys for two million dollars, I'd buy the base <laughs> model and a dialysis machine. <laughs> oh man! Oh. oh yeah. Well, and it's crazy too. They Bugatti did a run of the Sharon. It was a custom Sharon. It's like three hundred some models made. Instantly sold out. And they wouldn't crazy. get these cars for a year or two because they're all handmade. Mm-hmm. Uh, they test all the cars like. It's insane. It's like, who is buying these things? And mm-hmm. how do I get there? <laughs> They're insane. You already have it. That's how. <laughs> yeah, no, it's insane. But even like the cheaper ones, like the Lamborghinis and like... They're all nuts. The cheaper ones. The cheaper ones. The Lamborghini at 200k minimum. Uh, GTRs yeah. are pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. The newer ones. I, I'm really liking the uh, the newer Audi sports cars, too. Like the... I like their electric sports car. Or is it BMW? Is it BMW, I think, has... Uh... It's like blue. It's like black and blue. And it's Maybe. like a bigger... It's... I'd have to look at it. I don't know any of the names of cars. I'm just like, oh, that's an Audi. I like that. Yeah. We've got it's a couple a, it's of them a BMW. The BMW i something. I want to say the Audi is like... It's like the R8 or something. Oh, Dude, I've ridden an R8. Oh, it is phenomenal. Uh, I was, my mom's friend's brother has lots of money in uh, California. And we went down to visit them. Nice. Owns an R8. He offered to let me drive it. It was a stick. And at the time I was in high school and I couldn't. And it was at that moment I learned, I don't know if I need a stick vehicle, but I need to learn stick. Yeah, like right now. He was literally like, can you drive stick? And I was like, no. And he goes, oh. It's like, sorry, bud. And I was like, 
I was like, you got to be kidding me. Oh, man. That wasn't looking Mom, up. Mom, how could you have done this to me? You have so failed me as a parent. Disappointed. That'd be so fun to try. I was, I riding in it was a thrill of a life, this car. Heck yeah. BMW's, whatever yep. this is. Those it's cool. phenomenal. Oh, Somebody in Boise so owns one. Yeah. Uh, downtown. I've seen it. They are dope, but they're electric. Mm-hmm. Or they're at least half and half. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've ridden R8 and oh my gosh, it was insane. And I was crushed. Mm-hmm. Crushed. I couldn't drive it. My stepdad has a uh, Jaguar Aston Ooh. Martin combo. No, really? Uh, R. I want to say RX7, I think, or whatever. It's a cool Might car. be wrong. Uh, but the Jaguar partnered with Aston Martin. Uh, Aston Martin designed the car. Mm-hmm. It has a James Bond-esque feel to it. That thing hauls. Oh, I bet. It's like 2.6 that it, 0 to 60 or whatever. It's nuts. Uh, it is a cool car. I had a coworker and she had a Jaguar. Mm-hmm. And it was ridiculous. Like, I mean, she was older and she was single. And I was like, oh, Good so call. I spent my money on a Jaguar. And, and she's like, my oil change is like 300 bucks. Oh. <laughs> it's like... Oh my gosh. Lots of bulls in mind about the Bugattis. Uh, that back piece where the engine sits. So there's mm-hmm. two windows so you can gaze into the engine <laughs> and see it says Bugatti V8 on both sides or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can't open it. Oh. Only places that can, like you physically can't open it. There is no latch. There is no key spot. The only people that can open it are Bugatti certified dealers. They have a very special tool that will allow them to open it. You can That's add nice. oil to the vehicle. And that is it. It has two gas caps, one on one side, which for gas, mm-hmm. one on the other, which is for oil. Oh, dang. That is all the maintenance you can do on them. Wow. They're insane. Yeah. So I mean, if you have that much money. It, yeah, you wouldn't be doing yeah. anything. But the fact that you can't, even if you wanted to, is nuts. Like, you can't open the back of the engine and, like, look at the engine. You've mm-hmm. got the two windows, and that is it. That's crazy. It's insane. Like, even Lamborghinis, you can I, – and I wouldn't want to be like, I'm going to, like, mm-hmm. work on my Lamborghini – uh, but you can at least open yeah. the engine bay in the back and like look at it. But mm-hmm. it's crazy on the guys that you can't. This is why I'm a big fan of muscle cars. Yeah. Well, modern, more modern air. We're really, we've really moved away from like the true muscle cars. Hot take: muscle huh. cars don't exist anymore. Yeah. Uh, everything is sports cars. Yep. With which, a... is, which is sad. My I opinion. don't think it's a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, but it's not a good thing. Either. I don't think I didn't. I mean. Muscle cars and sports cars were always kind of alike. They've just mm-hmm. kind of, they finally just converged. Yeah. I don't like that a lot of quote unquote muscle cars now uh, pump engine, engine sounds, sounds to the speakers. That's yeah. dumb. That's, that is kind of dumb. Yeah. Uh, I get why they do it, but it's obnoxious. It's yeah. like, why is this a thing? I, uh, there's just nothing like having someone roll up and your windows shake. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, muscle cars are cool. Yeah. No, I agree. Also, the fact that a lot of the, like, original muscle cars are, like, fully mechanical, too, is, mm-hmm. is like, a, a whole other thing. Like, the Porsche 911, yeah. the original, was crazy. I know Joe Rogan talks about his Porsche 911. Did you watch uh, Colin Noir's Noir? I don't, I'm terrible at pronouncing No, it wasn't on Spotify today. Yes, it was. I watched it today. Did you? What, what did time you did you like? look? Uh, like noonish. Oh, I checked like right when I got in for work. Oh, so. yeah, it's on there. Um, it was oh. really good. They spend a good chunk of time talking about cars, mm-hmm. and they discuss the Porsche 911 in a lot of detail and how Porsche apparently used the port, uh, the Porsche Cayenne, mm-hmm. their SUV, whatever, um, to help fund their 
upcoming Porsche 911s and how Lamborghini stole that idea and did the same thing with their whatever it's called. Lamborghini yeah. has their own SUV version. It's cool. Do I would ne- Yeah, I would never buy it. I um, know that Lamborghini in the like late 80s had a truck, which was weird. Do you, do you ever watch uh, Doug? Doug DeMiro? Yeah. The quirks and features. Yeah, yeah. I love I love his channel. The Lamborghini Urus, I think it's called. That's a terrible color, but that's what it is. It's their version, basically. Uh, they took Porsche's idea. Oh, yeah. Uh, I want an SUV, but with no space. The thing is, though, <laughs> this thing hauls. Oh, I bet. 400, or 641 horsepower. Jeez. Yeah. For an SUV? Yeah. Um, that's insane. Let's find the zero. But they, they were talking about that or whatever. Uh, they spent a solid, like, 30 minutes talking about cars. And it was mm-hmm. super cool. Because uh, Joe loves cars. Joe's got a less of a varied mm-hmm. knowledge of cars but he loves cars and colin's got a huge knowledge of cars because he has ferraris and like he oh, he reviews he? cars Holy constantly cow. on his page he loves cars um but it was super cool to see them like the discussion about it or whatever would recommend um i just want to get a maserati so i can blast life is good uh by joe walsh while i drive around doing 185 yeah which will never Where happen. here are you going to do 185 and um, not get instantly arrested? Unless you're going through McCall. That is one of my things. If I was yeah. rich, if I was like stupid rich, I would buy either a Lamborghini because I love Lamborghinis, don't judge me, or a Bugatti depending on the level of wealth. And I would pay to block off the road, the canyon, from like Horseshoe Bend <laughs> to McCall for an hour and a half. And I would, no traffic, would haul up that... <laughs> And I, oh my gosh, going up through there with my Mustang was so much fun. I I cannot imagine a car that hugs the road that way. Mm -hmm. And you could, those 35 mile an hour turns that my Mustang could do 45 in and Mm -hmm. be like, ah, this is pushing it. You could easily do 60 through those things with some of these cars. Probably. It would probably ding your car to pieces because of all the potholes. So worth. That's like top tier rich people goals for me. I would love that. Yeah. Um, that that Lambo, three point one seconds zero to sixty, in an SUV, which is nuts. Um, I think it's less th- or more than the uh, Teslas, but it's still mm-hmm. insane. Yeah, that's nuts. I feel like driving a Tesla would feel pretty weird. I, I want a Tesla so bad. I mean, like it's a I, spaceship. I can't. It's a spaceship in a car. I can't either. But it's a spaceship in a car. <laughs> yeah. You also can't work on a Tesla, which. No. There's also bothers me. You got the battery. next to nothing to work on as yeah, part. That's fair. One of their their like selling points is like there's like all these parts have like a million mile life like like mm-hmm. lifetime or like they last for so long because they're non mechanic or they're mechanical but they're electric based or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's not that much wear. Yeah. So yeah, you can't work on them, but there's also next to nothing to work on. Like you're not mm-hmm. changing oil. You're not like replacing belts or whatever. Like it's electric motors in mm-hmm. each wheel, and that's it. And a ton of batteries yeah but. i don't know i just i get it comfortable about having a vehicle that like if something were to happen i can't do anything about yeah but that's also like there's less things to happen though yeah so it's... and and that's also like this weird we're reaching that point like a lot of people have that like my same mindset with like firearms they're like well this firearm works you know and like don't change it mm-hmm. um but then something new co- so like for example, when Glocks came out, people didn't trust them because they were plastic. Yeah. You know, but oh, I know now the they're whole, known as one of the most reliable. They're like, you could take handle. them on airplanes. Yeah. 
It, well, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a whole other can of worms. And it's like it goes on the plastic, don't be. Yeah. It's like at work, like a lot of places are using um, electric jackhammers now. Mm-hmm. Um, we're but you know our guys didn't want one because they didn't trust it. You know, but. Side note: Electric power tools, the best, the best. thing ever. Have you ever used the like an, a gas-powered weed eater? Yeah, the electric ones. Are they amazing. weigh like thirty pounds, and it's a nightmare mm-hmm. to use. The electric ones weigh like a pound and a half. Yeah, it is like a night and day difference. Awesome. It is so nice, and they're yeah. not nearly as loud and like vibrate because mm-hmm. the engine or whatever. I don't yeah, know what the term I, is, but I convinced my mom to get an electric one when I lived at home, and and because I was the one that always did the weed eating mm-hmm. or whatever. But then we got the electric one, and was, my mom was like, oh, my gosh, I can weed eat now. And I'm like, yeah, because this thing weighs, like, two pounds. Yeah. Well, back when we lived in Eagle, uh, we had two and a half acres, and I have to mm-hmm. weed that whole thing with a gas one. And I hated it. Yeah. With passion. Every so often, uh, at my parents' house now, because uh, my stepdad has all electric tools, mm-hmm. he's like, can you come over and, like, mow and weed eat? And I'm like, yeah, weeding is going to be easy. Because it? it's like, literally, mm-hmm. you could one hand it. Yeah. If you really want it, like the worst part about it is it kicks back and you don't have any weight to like fight against the yep. kickback of the, the weedy plastic blades or whatever they are. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane how much like it weight it saves. I, I do like that two stroke smoke though. From the, from the <laughs> it does smell great, doesn't it? Smells awesome. Reminds me of riding motorcycles, but. I want a motorcycle. Yeah. Let's get motorcycles. Let's like <laughs> Podcast motorcycles. If, if, if. Boise was not as busy. If Boise was in the state that it was 15 okay, years ago, get a touring motorcycle yeah. and we can go right around the hills. I feel like that's almost Beverly worse hills. now. Just some crazy person just run you off the road. I don't think it'd be that bad, honestly. Yeah. The people here are dumb, but I mean, regardless, motorcycles have never been safe. Yeah. 15 <laughs> years ago, they weren't safe. There's probably yeah. somebody 15 years ago, like Dude. the traffic was like it was 10 years ago, yeah. I'd have a motorcycle. For sure. For sure. Well, like, like, I am fine with accepting, like, injury that I caused to myself, yeah. but I am not fine with accepting injury other people caused to me. That's fair. So, um. Well, they can be like a I road trip bike. I wouldn't get a motorcycle. Oh, well, promises are made to be broken, obviously. Yeah. No. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> well, then you get like a, like a, a road trip bike. Because you're, you, you can argue. Though, I want to get, I want to get me one of those dual sports. Tristan's like, I want a bike, but I'm scared to ride a bike. I'm not scared to ride the bike. I'm scared to ride it with other people on the road. Get a get a three wheel then. That's almost. You'll worse. be safer. I don't think that's we can, how we, that can, works. we can call you grandpa. You'll get a three wheeler. That's for there sure. There we go. If this is something I, we're I get to, I'm gonna get the most dangerous bike that I could possibly get my hands. Well, on. that's why originally I was like. I'm going to get like a, oh, fuck, what were they called? Kawasaki uh, Ninja. No, the uh, Yamaha Groms. Oh, those are sweet. That's why for a while I was like, I'm going to get a Grom. Because if I got a sport bike, I'd kill myself on it. Yeah. Because I'd be like, speed. Yeah. But the Groms, the Groms speed. depending on how much you weigh, top out from 70 to 50. Yep. Like, they, it's like, that. that's not a get on the highway bike that is a right around town it's a commuter bike yeah that looks cool yeah and they're not expensive like they're like 3.5 brand new like Mm -hmm. off the lot yeah which is not bad considering like a lot of sports bikes like if you get one for six you're getting a good deal yeah like they're closer to 10 oh for sure and then if if you buy a harley it's like twenty thousand dollars and you're getting ripped off yeah Yeah. but but it's a harley man you're you're 
It is the designer motorcycle. Oh, yeah. You're paying premium for the brand. My my dad, big Harley guy. Um, but I I definitely like the more like sport and mm-hmm. like. Uh... All right, let's get Groms together. And have a podcast on the Groms. Three point five. <sighs> and that's brand new. You can get one. I've I had seen some for like a thousand to fifteen. If I get a motorcycle, what I'll probably end up doing is fixing up an older like yamaha 500 or something into a cat cafe racer which would be super dope trying to help you with the whole trying to help me i'm trying to help you spend a bunch of money you're not gonna be going very fast on the grom do it with dan loves his talks about it a lot do it with dan and uh yammy noob (laughs) loves his as well no it'd be cool they're tiny too you could stick i'm i'm pretty sure i could fit one in the back of my jeep yeah like drop the the second row so you could just park it on your porch that too well i I, no here i thought about i was like i would bring it in and put it downstairs oh yeah you totally like there's no like i could put it in my garage but that is honestly more work than it's worth yeah i just pop it up onto the curb Mm -hmm. or honestly ride it through my grass to the front door and bring it inside uh we went to high school with this guy. I think you guys had graduated. Yeah, because he came my senior year. Mm-hmm. But we had this guy in our class, and uh, he had a motorcycle. And uh, he would park it on the front steps of the school, like at the top of the steps, just mm. to be a, a douche about it. But it was it was <laughs> fantastic. I mean, if you can, so much if you can, why not? Because one, it's not going to get hit. Two, it's less likely to get stolen. Like, yeah. why would you not? Plus, it's freaking awesome plus you're in high school and i literally uh, get off my bike and walk in the door you yeah know? <laughs> Two I'd, steps. I'd wheel it into through the door yeah like uh i park this here i'd park it right next to the gym yeah like go through that front door and this is that hallway of nothing mm-hmm. just right up against the window yeah yeah that's all fenced off now because of some kind of weird regulation or whatever weird. apparently it was supposed to be. i know they fenced the other side for mm-hmm. that reason yeah um and then they, they stopped making that a thing. Like, you, they sealed off that door mm-hmm. the year after that, and you couldn't even go to that, that adjacent room that way. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. You'd always catch people coming to and from class, though. I totally didn't break rules. You didn't? No. No, not at all. Not, well, per, well, not welcome back to the rule. podcast. Yes. It's good to be here. Well, Wake up, Grandpa! Well, well, <laughs> what you been uh, researching over there? Uh, Wikipedia, you know, just seeing what's happening in the news. Re- Bernie Madoff died, apparently. Oh, yeah. did not know that. Two days ago. Yep. Rip. Did not know that either. So. Not really. You weren't even searching relevant topics what we were talking about. You were he watching can, random he can news articles. Rest in pieces. Wow. <laughs> we're not a political podcast, Tristan. Oh yeah. Put that away. <laughs> okay, we'll back it up there. No, the uh, I was looking at the uh, Rolls Royce, mm. the ghost. The ghost looks so nice. Yeah, totally want the uh, Rolls Royce with the angel, right? Is that Aston Martin? No, the Spirit of Ecstasy. Bentley, Bentley, right? With the with the angel, yeah, with the, the Spirit angel. of Ecstasy. I think is Rolls Royce. Okay, uh, that one, whichever one that is, uh, because it's a hood ornament. The hood ornaments are stolen. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go up and grab that, it retracts into the car and closes <laughs> itself off automatically. That's so funny. And it won't deploy until you start the engine again. Oh and then my it pops gosh. back up. Yeah, it was apparent. It was so a, funny. It was a big thing. Yeah. I watched a brief documentary about a guy who was talking <laughs> about it. I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Sorry, I'm looking up the 
Yamaha bike that I was. You'll have to watch the uh, documentary that I sent you. Just now? No, it was a while ago. Oh. Well, that doesn't help me. You sent me a lot of things. You never. Uh, The Yamaha 2021 MT uh, 10, I believe, is the one. Yep. That one. Oh, yeah, that's me texting you. Um,. You gave me about an eighth of a second to see yeah. it. Thanks oh, that me. is so cool. You're like, look. Oh, see? sorry. You're texting me. <laughs> see? Stop. Just kidding. That is pretty dope. Yeah, they're sweet. That or the uh, Victory Gunner, which is a more like Harley-like bike, but they're still pretty sweet. I saw Indian, right? The old like Indian they've they've uh, we they've come out with a new brand or a new bike. That one, yeah, that's dope. They they're coming out with new bikes again. Yeah, they they got I don't know if bought they stopped, out by but... somebody. Um, because yeah, Indian it's... went under. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the late like late nineties, early 2000s. yeah, and it's pretty cool. It's like a I would say a classier Harley. Yeah, it's a little less biker gang looking, but it's mm-hmm. still it's still got that like biker style. I, I really like the Victory Gunner because it's got that like old school like yeah. man head like mm-hmm. Indian cool. one's got got that same vibe yeah. as well. Uh, let's see here. Indian. Come on, phone. Think faster. Maybe if you bought a newer phone. Shut up. Yeah. I'm I, working on hey, it. Got it. Podcast episode with the new Indian phone. Chief. Oh, that sounds can, awesome. Can we say that? Is that yes, okay? Sir. Yeah. Uh, and the Chief Bobber are cool, mm-hmm. but they have they. I mean, they look the same as that Victory Gunner, pretty much. Yeah. Very similar styles. Anywho. That well, that was a uh, a good topic to close the podcast out on. Agreed. Yeah, I don't know if there's no biker terms like in. There's not. There's not. Don't we'll, do we'll it. Don't it do it. So we'll have to watch uh, another movie for the next podcast and talk about it. I don't know which one it's going to be. I don't know if there's a brief one that works well. The nice thing about Confederate was it yeah. was very short. It was. It was a brief little. It's like right. watching a like a movie in class. Yeah. And like doing a homework assignment on it. Like it's a thirty minute quick little thing, and you knock it out, and you're done. Longer movies, there's a lot to dissect, especially there in is. like older '80s movies. We'll find you something. Well, I mean, unless it's an action movie. <laughs> there you go. Well, you can, but you can talk about how like how much this affects the movies going forward, That's which true. which a lot of those, especially those big '80s movies, there is they have had huge effects on. Sure, that's that's fair. We'll figure it out. Also, the impact of the uh, unlimited ammo hack that, that they too. all have. That too. It's a lot of lead. That's been running since uh, up until about John Wick, basically. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Anywho, well, we'll figure it out. And I hope everybody enjoyed this episode of the Ida Bros Podcast, and we will see you in the next one. Deuces. Deuces.